The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, gang, what's going on? Bonus episode. What did you do to deserve this? I'll tell you what you did. You wrote those five-star ratings and two- and three-sentence reviews. That's what gets you a bonus episode with Kevin Israel, the new dad himself. How's it going, pal? I'm tired as all hell, but I'm here. Showing yes. up is half the battle, and i that's the only half I'm going to win. Oh, boy. Dacre, welcome to the world. And we 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 cannot wait to hear snarky-ass movie comments like Daddy has to offer. (laughs) Speaking of, we're going to do a couple of things uh, here and there. We're going to give you – this is mostly for you and what our thoughts were on the best films that we've seen of 2021, the worst films we've seen of 2021, and, of course, podcast segments, best guest, most savage gutting, Biggest buzzsaw, new, best newcomer, you'll get it. So, Kevin Israel, let's start with you. Let's start off light and easy here. Give me, what do you think were the best films of 2021? The best films of 2021. All right, I want to I make a caveat with this. Okay. This is the best films that I saw, obviously. I'm sure there are many great films out there that I didn't get around to seeing. Right. But of the films that I saw, these are the, these are the ones I enjoyed the most. Don't get all film critic-y on me and be like, oh, it's a movie to mean anything. These are movies that I enjoyed that I'd probably go back and watch again. So leave me the fuck alone about it. My top movies are, and this is in no specific order. Sure. Spider-Man No Way Home, obviously. Obviously. Uh, the Last Duel, which I enjoyed much more than I thought I was going to. It's funny. Uh, real, real fast. Affleck was on Stern, of, right, like the last show of the year. And he was talking about, did anyone get, and he was just going through a list of films that, you know, either did great or did not. And he goes, The Last Duel, no one gave a fuck about that, but I sure liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I a shit, you know what? People really should see it because it's, 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 did you see it, Kev? You, no, I did not. It's not on my short list because I just saw Green Knight uh, a few weeks ago. Completely different. Yeah. Completely I'm, different. I, I'm not, I'm not of that knight ilk. It's, you know what? That, and I, I get that. It's not that, it, that's not what it's about. It's it's almost like a it's almost like a mystery. You get okay. to see. I don't want to ruin it for you. All right, it, all right. Don't, to the queue. Don't hesitate because of the medieval setting or anything like that. It's because I went into it because I do like those movies. So I went into it thinking that's what it was. It's a totally different kind of movie. All and right, it was done really, really, really well. And I think that's. I think your problem with it was why people didn't you know go out in droves to see it but if they knew what kind of movie they were going to see it was much more enjoyable than i thought it was going to be they all put on a great everybody looked a little ridiculous matt damon's beard was horrible ben affleck's blonde 90s hair was terrible but they but it was done really they did a really really good job with it and it and it builds up it 
really, really well. It's a, and, and, and it's apparently pretty close to historically accurate. So it, it, it checks a lot of the boxes. So that means Mike Price won't want to come on and desecrate this one too. You know what? Michael finds something that, you know, <laughs> he didn't have blonde hair. He had orange hair, something. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead, please. Uh, free guy. Um, really enjoyed that one much better than, uh, again, a video game movie. Never thought it was going to be that good. Um, nobody, which I think was a movie that a lot of people didn't see. That was an awesome action. I mean, if you like, if you like Taken or you, you, John Wick, any of the, you know, really, really good average guy is a hero kind of movie. And my last movie that I'm going to say is going to start a whole lot of problems that I'm not going to want to discuss, but I enjoyed it. It was built up and I enjoyed actually watching it was Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm not going to get into it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> We're on a time constraint. Otherwise we would. <laughs> I didn't watch it yet, and I don't plan on watching it, so I'm not. I'm not going to fight you. And you know what? Unlike unlike the last duel, I wouldn't tell you to because you probably <laughs> won't enjoy it. Yeah, I, I just, maybe one of these. Now, probably not. Best films for me this year. You touched on th- two of them. The obvious Spider Man No Way Home was fucking gangbusters. Amazing. I can't find anybody who has anything less than perfect things to say about that, and rightfully so. Uh, the new Bond film was out of this world, an absolute must see. I don't care if you're a Bond fan or not. This one is one I would recommend Casino Royale. I would recommend Skyfall. And this one, without hesitation, I recommend as well. See, I didn't see that one. That, it was on my list. I didn't see it. But because of you, yeah. I'm adding it to my list. Please do. It is. And, and I hope you avoided the ending twist you've heard so far because I haven't heard anything. Great. And I'm going to throw one out here that's going to, that was under the radar as well. And that's Wrath of Man, Jason Statham. I liked it. I liked it. I'm very surprised. Guy Ritchie, people would, especially Bango. Uh, Bango, you love rock and roller. I don't get it. I just rewatched it a few weeks ago. I think it's boring. Uh, listen, half the problem with Guy Ritchie films are translation. And <laughs> Lockstock, I can get, Lockstock was fine. Uh, Snatch was fine. I could get through both those. I love them both. But the other films, the plots were just, ugh. this was just Wrath of Man, nice, decent. You know, it's your usual mysterious man shit happens, you know, fuck shit up. Why? What's his, what's his origin story? Decent. Liked it. Very surprising uh, result. And I, and I dug it. So those are my three that are at the top of my head. I was going to put Mortal Kombat just to annoy you. I <laughs> I still find it moderately entertaining. I don't. I. 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 I get it. I. I'm not going to die in the hill for it. I enjoyed it. Kevin, give me your worst films of the year. Okay. So as I was going through the worst films of the year, as we're going through the, li- the film list, I was amazed how many bad films I saw. So I'm going to avoid commenting on all of these. I'm just going to give you the list, and you can uh, you can do with it what you will. Okay. Red Notice, with terrible. Black Widow. People might get upset about this. The movie should have been so much better than it was, and it was bad. It should have come out five years ago. Just a bad movie. The only thing, good thing that came out of it was Yelena. Tomorrow War with um, Chris, what's his name? Hemsworth? He- not Hemsworth. Pratt? Uh, no. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Just a mess of a movie that it just goes into the Netflix bin of meh movies. Matrix Resurrection. I didn't even finish it. I watched you half stopped. of it. You I watched half it. of it. Wow. Went to bed because I was exhausted because we watched it. You know, when once the kid was born, and I have not had a desire to go back to watch the rest of it. And I've heard it gets better in the second half. But uh, if I'm not interested in enough to watch the second half of a movie, that's really bad. It was Hitman, 
It was it was the Matrix mixtape is what it was. Yeah, it was. It, it, <laughs> I, and, and it was like there was a cool idea there when they did the whole thing with that, that they were living in the in, it was a video game. And there was something cool there. And they just never they never saw it out. Um, I had a huge problem. And it, it's like once that bell is you, you can't unring that bell. I'm sorry. I cannot have a Matrix film without Hugo Weaving. And I knew he wasn't in oh, it. It was you 100%. Can, that, that's a top 10 villain of all time. For me, for sure, and I'll argue in film history, a top 10 villain. You can argue the sequels suck, and they do, but there are at least moments in the sequels where, like, remember the twins? That was badass. Remember the final scene yeah. he fights all the Agent Smiths in the end? He's huge. That was badass. This didn't have anything. And no Hugo Weaving. Lawrence Fishburne, I could, I could, eh, that was tough not having him. But man, I did the, the whole, or the, not the architect, what they called Doogie Hauser in this. I forgot the fucking author. Whatever I didn't even it was. get to that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, who cares? Stop it. And then, every, no, it was just a mess. I hated all the choices. Could not agree more. That's one of mine. So there you go. Uh, Hitman's wife's bodyguard just should have never been made. And I forgot about this movie. So it shows how bad it was. And I can't believe I saw it. Tom and Jerry. Oh, awful. I well, wouldn't even when my kid is old enough to watch those kind of movies, I won't make him watch it. So I hate I hated Tom and Jerry as a kid. I always thought they were just so I third and, we talked about that third, third and fourth <laughs> tier ago. I'm not seeing this shit. Everyone knows Bugs Bunny or bust in my book. And I just I just can't. They were so ugh. like I hated Hanna-Barbera Hanna cartoons. Here's a fun fact. Just a quick shout out. Race Decatus. He had me on his uh, his podcast the other night. And he goes, pick a, it was all about 80s cartoons. He goes, pick one. And one jumped right out to me. Want to take a guess what it was? To, to, shit, to shit on, I should, talk, I should say. I should give you that, that, that caveat. Shit. I was going to say Tom and Jerry, but no. GoBots. GoBots. Oh, yeah, jeez. So do you know GoBots was Hanna-Barbera? I, rem- I didn't remember that at all. And I go, it makes perfect sense. It doesn't all, surprise me, yeah. Hanna-Barbera cartoons are fucking shit. Grape Ape, Johnny Quest, all, all they're so... Ugh. Oh, so I never had an inkling to see Tom and Jerry, and I sure as shit also hated Tom, uh, Charlie Brown. I'll never see that. Although the cartoons oh, are terrible. Come on, oh, it's wait, it's known for one thing, and that song is catchy as fuck, and it's on my phone. But the cartoon itself is fucking trash. It's for it's the Christmas story of cartoons. I'll say that. And and is that, is that your list? That's it. Yeah. Okay. On my list, I have The Matrix as well. Surprise. I knew it was going to be bad. It just, ugh. and I slogged through it. Believe I wanted to tap out. Coming to America was fucking terrible. Oh, I terrible. forgot about that. Yeah, I, go- I, did a- I did a Google. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. So bad. So awful. Snake eyes. Oh, I hate you, I didn't snake see it. eyes. Oh, boy. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I know. I-, I wanted to go opening day. I heard it got good reviews and ugh. It was terrible. It was so on G.I. <laughs> Joe and so thumbing its nose to any kind of source material. Fuck you. I didn't see it because you told me how bad it was. And don't waste your time. <laughs> You're welcome. The Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos film. Nope. Bad, bad, bad. Again, and didn't see it because of you. You well, well, listen, not just me, the entire internet pretty much. Although it still has like a positive Rotten Tomato viewing on it, which floors me. I know one person out of everyone who's seen it who liked it. And I'm surprised you didn't have this on your list. Fast 9. Woof, was that awful. Fast I see it. Where the car goes in the space. You know what? I, I 
I for, already forgot I saw it. I just recently watched it. Did I finish it? I don't remember if I finished the movie. It it was like it's blocked from my brain. Yeah. Again, I did a Google go. Oh yeah, I did see that, and I hated it. It was <laughs> shit. I mean, it's, it's, very it's, cool. it's a mountain of of that doesn't happen. But even above and beyond the realm of acceptability in which this universe has built itself upon, I go, oh for Christ's sakes. Oh, that's right. It, it, Ludacris and Ty- Tyrese were in the Fiero in space. That's, that's it. Right. I was going to say a Dotson, but you know this better. Exactly. Yeah, it's it was so fucking bad. But yeah, those are the, those are the films. And I'm sure there are the one. The second half of Borat was terrible. The first half is hilarious, but then it got all woke and apologetic. And I hated that, but not enough to make the bad film list. Let's see what well, we got. Kevin Israel, who is your favorite guest this year on Gutting the Sacred Cow? I had to, I had to put two, so I apologize. Uh, first is newcomer Shelly Martinez. <laughs> you're, I think you're, you're, you're going to see a, a pattern here as we go through this list. She genuinely made me laugh, and it wasn't even because she was trying to be funny. She's just funny and enjoyable, and that episode was amazing. And I look forward to having her back because she's just she's just one of those people. She's infectiously funny, and a close second. Very close second for me was Race the Canis. I love yes. that guy. Yeah. He's he comes prepared. He gets our show. He respects it. He appreciates it. He's funny. He's knowledgeable about what he talks about. And I just I I do adore him. I do adore him as well. Ray Ray listens every episode. So there you go, Ray. See? <laughs> uh for best guest, how could you not have Shelly Martinez? I've got we've gotten <laughs> so much mail, DMs, whatever. When I did Ray's podcast before we started, he goes. You have no idea how much those twists of that episode made me fucking laugh. He goes, I was having a bad day. He goes, you guys pulled me right out of that and and made it an absolute great day. And he goes, and, and the way you all handle it and she handled it was just, it was perfection. I go, thank you. Shelly Martinez, best yeah. guest of the year. And that's no slap in the face of some of our other favorites, which we'll get into in a minute. How about the biggest, uh, the guest who showed the biggest balls when selecting their movie? Again, I apologize. I had two. I couldn't decide between the two. Mikey Flash with Dark Knight. And I mean, that's just an obvious one. And Don Jameson with The Matrix. Uh, and especially now looking at how bad the sequel, the, the fourth Matrix was. The first one is just so good. And it was just such a massive undertaking. And the Dark Knight, I mean, the Dark Knight, that was just a Jason and uh, David Jason, David and Goliath attempt. And, and God bless Mikey. But fuck, that movie's good. Yeah. We're twinsies again. I've got Mikey. I mean, come on, Mikey. I, but I have a category later on. I could have put these other two in in, uh, in this category as well. But I, it, Mikey Flash for doing the Dark Knight. And of course, the asshole goes out and gives it a seven out of ten. He didn't hate it that much, which is befuddling to say the least. Kevin, what do you have for most savage gutting? This, uh, was, yeah. this was a stretch for me because I have a terrible memory. And okay. I was going through looking at the episodes and I was trying to remember the ones that were the really brutal. The one that stuck out to me was Bill Schultz and Superman. And it wasn't <laughs> just him. I feel like all three of us just torched that movie. Oh, yeah. And we continue to torch it whenever it comes up on Twitter, on social media. And I think every so many, you know, film nerds and the comic book nerds look back on that movie as like the holy grail of, of super of superhero movies. Right. And it's just it's not a good movie. It's just not. And Bill tore it apart. And then the two Kevins did our jobs 
And that was that movie was just that was brutal. Oh, I've hated that since I was a kid. <laughs> and it it made me I, I could have wrote this down for another answer, another category I have down here. I was tickled pink when Schultz shows that I go, oh, good. We can finally bury this piece of shit that people love defending for no reason whatsoever. Ugh. I have a two-parter here in this one for Savage Gunning. I've got Race to Canis just eviscerating Highlander, and uh, I couldn't be more on board with that as well. Another film that made me smile when I when someone picked it, I go, oh, good. This film is trash, and people who want to remember this one because they liked it when they saw it on Channel 11 as a kid. Yeah, no, it's garbage. And, uh, how can you not mention this guy on a year-in and year-out basis? And that's Dave Landau doing the social network. I just bring his name up with a smile on my face because every time I, <laughs> I know Dave – and, and I, I, by the way, I emailed him yesterday, and he's ready to come back again this year. So nice. get ready for more nice. Dave Landau. We, we love him, he's, and the fans love him too. So Landau doing the social network who maybe dropped my, my score and uh, raced the Canis doing Highlander. Who do you have for biggest buzzsaw that a guest ran into? And that's by that I mean a film that they chose. They they stood no chance of convinc- convincing us to see their points. The, for this for this is for me personally. I chose Blake Fulton and Raiders. I love that movie. I will always love that movie. He wasn't convincing me of anything, um, and I there was just there was nothing in that movie that I I I, I he also could have gone into the biggest balls category, but that there that was just an insurmountable hill as far as I was concerned. I disagree. I thought that was a great choice. Maybe smile because <laughs> it's over. I think it's over. It's good. Don't don't come at me with your pitch, but it's good. It's not the fucking crown jewel we all think it is and it definitely was a pioneer but you're right i i hear you on that i'm surprised you didn't pick one of these two and i thought these two were were the first one's a slam dunk the second one i go from a personal standpoint jen eckhart doing toy story oh honey yeah. you you done fuck with the wrong man on that one and Britt McHenry doing et i echo that sentiment there's <laughs> no way yeah. you two were gonna come out of that one with any of your limbs still attached to your bodies because those two films are perfection and yeah, i right. seriously say perfection so i hear you what do you think is the most fan loved episode? And I and just and that's again, there's no criteria. It's just based on your own gut from your own reaction. I have mine. I think that may surprise you, but I want you to go first and give yours. Yeah, I have I have a tie as far as and I'm going by social media reaction conversations. You know, uh, people reached out to me. So the two I had were again Shelly Martinez. Uh-huh. I mean, there was just so much online people talking about her, and also. Release the Ray cut. Race to the Canis and Highlander. <laughs> I mean, there was an a, there was a, a campaign. I was getting DMs about this. I like I had any control over when this thing was really like it was it was became a phenomenon to itself. So I would I would put those two as uh, as, as beloved by our fans. I have one I think that's a little off the beaten path. I thought the uh, the fan loved episodes were I, I we got a lot of love for. David, the producer, doing the Pirates of the Caribbean. But I thought the one that stood out to me, Delvin Cox doing Fast and the Furious. People love Delvin Cox, man. Yeah, People love Delvin Cox. And, he'll, of course, he'll be back, too. You'll see him. I, I'm reaching out to him next to get him back. But Delvin Cox doing Fast and the Furious. They thought, a lot of people thought that we were, uh, we were insanely on our game for that one. Not saying <laughs> that we're not for all of them. Uh, but that one, Delvin Cox episode, stood out. How about Best Newcomer? 
best newcoming guest to the show this year? So we, we had, a, obviously, with as many episodes we put out, we had a lot of new newbies come on. But right. one of the ones that stood out to me was Jay Black with American Beauty. That was a really funny episode. And I think right. we, all had, we all had a lot of fun with him. Jay's a, Jay's a funny comic. And, uh, and that stood out. And obviously, honorable mention goes to Shelly Martinez. <laughs> the problem, the reason she didn't win it is because she didn't gut it. <laughs> there was no, she, she didn't actually do her job. And yet she did her job. So Shelly just takes another category, uh, at least as honorable mention. Okay, for me, I thought this was an easy one because this guy appeared twice this year and chose two of the most fantastic films ever made in my book, and that's Die Hard and Matrix, and that's Don Jameson. Don Jameson <laughs> coming on here with the balls for those two. And then on top of it, giving both films a zero. Die yeah. Hard and the Matrix a zero. The fucking balls on this guy it's like yeah man fuck these films hard none of that hey it's not that good for nope fuck you john mcclain zero <laughs> love that love that and again you'll you'll hear uh jameson in this year promise you how about hardest realization to swallow and that is the film that we watch we're like ah good luck asshole and then you're like "Ooh, boy they this, i call this the category that makes me want to leave this podcast the batman returns category just yeah just just ruining my childhood uh-huh. so i i i really broke the rules here i have three race the canis with highlander right that movie was a huge part of my adolescence task with x2 the oh. movie's still good but he really did. He did work on that. And finally, Delvin with Fast and Furious. <laughs> I, I am a product of the Fast and Furious. And on rewatch and on real reconsideration, that movie is a mess. Yeah. And I think we, it, was, it was sort of was supposed to be a mess, but Delvin really did a job on it. And it was a, that was a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> I completely agree about X2 because I make that when people go, ah, the X-Men films aren't that great. I go, no, X-Men 2, Days of Future Past, and First Class are fucking shining beacons. The rest can go kick rocks. But X2, you're like, oh, boy, it's yep. still kind of good. <laughs> I, and I, I saw it at theater, and I loved it. And Dave, the producer, came back on and goes, nope, Pirates of the Caribbean, not as good. And I forgot how long it was. That shit dragged. Yeah. Two and a half hours dragged. I thought that one was a, a, a well, oof, a, a, a welcoming moment, unwelcoming moment. Excuse me. And I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Joanne Nosushinsky, one of our faves, when she did Citizen Kane, I remember watching that in film class, going, "This is the, probably the best thing I've seen in film class of all those things they make you sit through." And rewatching it again, I go, mm, nope. "That's <laughs> all built on a statue of lies." Next. <laughs> The best film chosen by a guest. And you can interpret that however you want to for whatever reasons you wish. Yeah, so I was I was interpreting this uh, just as the, the actual best movie, like one of the best movies picked by a person, as according to critics and you know, whatever. Right. So I had to go with Jay Alcovan and Lawrence of Arabia. That's it's an epic movie that you know stands the test of time. I never even got to see it. I watched it. It was and it was it was better than I thought it was going to be, but it's a slog of a movie. JL did a great job with mm-hmm. it. He's a funny guy, uh, and it was a fun episode. But I th- I think that's probably the best you know on paper 
movie that uh, was chosen by one of our gutters. I have a different set of criteria. There's nothing that makes me happier than when I text Kevin the choice made by the guest or vice versa. <laughs> and I get a reaction out of him. And usually my favorite reaction is in all caps where he writes back, fuck this guy or Wait, girl. Before you say it, can I make my prediction? Sure. Commando. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no. There was a, I was considering it, though. No. No, because this one, I could, I could, even though we're, you know, maybe 40 miles apart, I could see him. Kevin, I'm talking about. I could see the steam coming out of his ears and his nostrils flaring and him putting his phone face closer to his face and, and first in bewilderment, then transforming to anger, then thermonuclear rage. As I texted him, the blockbuster mentality boys have selected Ghostbusters. That... <laughs> That made my <laughs> year because that is his favorite film. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> He's going to lose his fucking tits. And he sure did. And the, and the, and the blockbuster <laughs> mentality boys brought it. And Kevin was sitting there. I thought he wanted to fight these guys. He was, he was like a tiger in a cage pacing. When- oh, don't say past tense. I'm still waiting for my opportunity <laughs> to jump those guys. They just don't know when it's coming. Oh, nice. And uh, he's going he's gonna to choke them out with a proton pack uh, cord in the back. <laughs> so I love when the Blockbuster Mentality Boys did that Ghostbusters. Was, that was solid. And it was also fun taking shots at Ghostbusters because, again, it doesn't hold up near as well as we remember that. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> those special effects are dog shit. They're painful. All right. <coughs> Hello, COVID. So those are our categories. Kevin Israel, is there anything that you're looking forward to in the new year film-wise? What are the couple of things that you're looking forward to? You have one more category, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Film, I couldn't wait to gut. Or you couldn't wait to gut. Go ahead. So my pick was Will Noonan and Meet the Parents. <laughs> I hate that movie. I, I hate that movie so much. And it was just on... As I was saying, that my in-laws have been here since my son was born, and it was on the other day, and they decided that that's what they wanted to watch. And I had to sit through Meet the Parents again. <laughs> and it is, and having hated it so much in our episode, I just hated it. And I was like, maybe, maybe on relaxed rewatch, I'll enjoy it. Maybe when it's not, when there aren't stakes to this, I'll enjoy it. And I hated it even more. God, I hated that movie. I was so happy Will Noonan did it. Will Noonan's a, another funny comic. He did a great job gutting it. And uh, I fucking hate that movie. And I was so happy when somebody picked it. It's so dumb. I, listen, I was ready to nominate myself again for doing a Christmas story, but that was last year. So because <laughs> <laughs> someone said someone at, oh, at my uh, in-law's house, someone said Christmas story. Go, don't. You? And Nicole goes, please don't get him started. Please don't get him started. Film's <laughs> fucking trash. You just stuck a drink in your mouth and said, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does baby want another Baba? Yes, he does. Uh, another fan favorite and uh, another of our favorites, Juliet Miranda. When she did Pretty in Pink, boy, my wife loves this film and I fucking hate it. I hate Pretty in Pink. I hate for everything it stood for. And boy, do I hate Ducky. He's easily one of the worst characters. So when she texts it back, I go, you're going to make me watch this. Fine. Guess what? Knives out, motherfucker, because here we come. This will be a joint effort because it's film stinks. Yeah. Pretty and pink. Thank you. I, I, I like yours, too, though. That, that, uh, meet the Parents is truly for dumb people. Truly. 
for dumb people. <laughs> what films are you looking forward to this year, Kevin Israel? Anything jumping out at you that you're, uh, that you're looking forward to seeing? Yes. Um, doc, definitely Dr. Strange and the, the multiverse of madness. Really excited about that. Um, and that is the only movie that's jumping to mind right now. I'm sure there are others that I'm going to be excited about. Right. But as, but as far as, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home was so good. Yep. So good. And the teaser for, for Doctor Strange, I think, I don't, I, it's hard to tell how the actual movie is going to be, but I think it's going to open up a lot of wider possibilities for the MCU. And, and we're all waiting now that, the MCU has the rights to the X-Men and all those characters, how they're going to get incorporated. Kevin Feige is obviously a genius and he sees 20 steps ahead. So he knows what he's doing, but I have a feeling that Dr. Strange, uh, the multiverse of madness, you know, him with Wanda, I think it's going to have some crossover with what happened at Loki and the, the, the time patrol, whatever they were called. And I, th- I think it's going to start to work towards bringing in mutants into the MCU. So I'm really excited to see what that movie does. And uh, I, I hope it I hope it, it, it can at least kind of stand up to how great Spider-Man was. I have no knowledge in that section. This is where you are. I'm going to lean on you for this because this, I know nothing about this, uh, this, this era of uh, Marvel. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll see it for sure. I'll definitely see that. I have a few circled here. I, you know me. For a straight man, goddamn, do I love Tom Cruise? I fucking think he—he's the greatest act, besides Schwarzenegger in the '80s and Stallone. I argue he's the third best action hero of all time. It's a big statement. It's a big Art, statement. Do you disagree? Uh, the third greatest action: Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and then Cruise. Mm-hmm. Think about what it. Think no, about. I think I, I, I got to go. Rock. I got to go. The Rock. Oh, no, 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 no. He hasn't anywhere near the filmography. First of all, and Tom Cruise does all his fucking old stunts and he's 60 for Christ's sakes. I don't, I don't disagree. And I know Tom Cruise has done better movies than The Rock. Right. But when I think just, when I think of what I picture an action hero to be and who's churning out those movies, I I think Rock and not, I don't, I don't disagree with where you're going and I'm not going to argue this one because it, it, it makes sense. But when I think of an action star, I don't, Tom Cruise isn't the guy who jumps to mind. He makes so many great ones. He doesn't make any bad ones. The Rock's made nothing but mostly bad films. That's where I base that on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't fit the embodiment of an action hero completely. Obviously, we'll, we'll see that point. But the fucking guy is consistent as shit, and that's what I look for. So Mission Impossible, I cannot fucking wait because Fallout was so great. I keep yelling from the rooftops how great it was. Those who have seen it will agree. I love Mission Impossible. I cannot wait for that. Top Gun 2, I don't know. Maybe we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the rest, but the rest of you think on this next one. I don't care. And I can't wait. And it comes out in a few short months. Jackass 4. I am in that theater. I don't care if there's another variant coming around. I will see that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> I love Jackass movies. They're fucking hilarious. I cannot wait. Um, there is another. Oh, uh, how do you forget the new uh, Thor Love and Thunder? How dare you, Kevin Israel? That's going to be fantastic. Uh, I will add one movie to this that I'm really excited about, and it goes back to my point that The Rock is the third greatest action hero. Black Adam, mm-hmm. the because and and I'm going to say this with a caveat: this movie could be dog shit, but because Shazam was so good, and this is a mo- the Black Adam is at some point going to clash with Shazam. It might happen at the end of this movie or into the next Shazam, uh, but they are in the same universe, so I'm really excited to see what. Rock does black Adam, and I'm hoping 
that the rock actually acts as a character and isn't just the rock in tights but the fact that the rock has done all these different action movies and now he's a superhero it seems like a natural evolution i'm really excited to see what they do with that movie gotcha uh i'm let me think what else is jumping out of me i'm scrolling and cheating so i'll be honest with you (laughs) i i'm very I'm embarrassed. I want to see the new Scream film. I do. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I'm curious to see what they do with this. I mean, the last one sucked. The last one. I, I'm not going to count that. Fuck it. Here's your answer. Spider-Verse part two. That's what I want to mm. say. Yep. Now, I, that boy, that spider, right? When that came out, I go, ah, who gives a shit? Now people go, okay. nope, you're going to want to see it. I go, okay. And I saw it in the theater go, yep, you're right. I do give a shit. It's fucking great. Uh, me, my nephew is seven years old. He's starting to get into this stuff. Love Spider-Verse. So uh, I love Spider-Verse. I can't wait for the second one. That's got, uh, I think it's gonna be great. I know it's gonna be great. So looking forward to that one. Agreed. Agreed. And th- th- so the last movie I'll say is Flashpoint. You know, again, this goes back to the a DC property. People were skeptical, skeptical about Ezra Miller as Flash. I thought he did a good job. Thought he brought something a little different to the character. And the Flashpoint is another movie much like the multiverse of madness that is going to open up a whole bunch of opportunities for the, the DC films. They've already talked about Michael Keaton is in it as, as one of the Spider-Man. I think Ben Affleck comes back as a spider, as a, not a Spider-Man, as a Batman, <laughs> uh, Ben Affleck comes back as a Batman. You're going to see a bunch of different iterations of characters. So it could be a really cool, fun movie, or it could be dog shit, but either way, I'm excited to see it. DC films, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that's uh, those are the ones that I'm, I'm getting. You know, you got your Buzz Lightyear coming out. I don't care. Jurassic Park. I don't care. The last one was so bad. And uh, they're doing a reboot of Salem's Lot. Okay, didn't care. Hocus Pocus 2, don't care. Halloween 3, maybe. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, the day after my birthday. I don't know. The last one was over. What about Avatar 2? Aren't you excited <laughs> about that? Creed 3. Eh, Aquaman 2. That comes out the same weekend as Avatar 2. There you have it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Morbius comes out next month. Who gives a shit? Those are the films yeah. that we're, we're looking most forward to seeing. And that's that. So listen, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff lined up for you this year. We're going to have another live show. We were just talking pre-show about getting another live show together. Pretty sure it's going to be Bill and Joanne again. So if you love them, great. If not, well, tough shit. They're coming back for another round. And uh, yeah, good stuff coming. And listen, if you haven't yet done so, five-star rating, two or three sentence review. The most important thing, tell your family, tell your friends, tell everybody. We're climbing up those goddamn charts. Believe me, I was doing a Google search yesterday. We're not that far from the top. So we appreciate everything you guys have done with us and hung out with us and supported us and shouted us out. Oh, actually, I forgot to read a couple of fan points they wanted to talk about. And I think this one in caps is, is perfect. Rex Crumb writes this. What was the most, uh, the question was, what was one of the most memorable moments from the show this year? Rex Crumb writes, when Kevin Israel said the goal was to pish, push Bill Schultz to commit suicide, but not really do it. That made the Mount Rushmore of the, of the podcast moments for all time. And if you have Bill Schultz on your death list, please take him off because I'll feel guilty about it. (laughs) Matt Dawson writes, it's got to erase the Canis's 20 minute plus demolition of Highlander. It felt as if it could rival any presidential speech. (laughs) Fair enough. No, uh, no argument there. That is that. Oh, by the way, the list of films coming out next year. I want to I can't tell you how hard I laughed when I saw this. 
because coming out January 20, January 17th of 2017, the film is titled Betty White, 100 Years Young. <laughs> like I said, like I said on Facebook and Twitter, don't have don't plan this, the parade before you've played the Super Bowl, people. Way <laughs> to go, guys. There's tons of kids in South America wearing jerseys Bills, from the team that did not yet. <laughs> Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champion T-shirts. Exactly. Way to go, guys. Way to put the jinx on <laughs> Betty White. That does it for a hell of a recap, Kevin Israel. Any other closing thoughts you have? Happy New Year, brother. This is it's been a it's been a huge year. Yeah, uh, we're 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 you know a little over two years in. I think our third year just going to be massive things for getting the sacred cow. I agree, and happy New Year to you, as we, uh, you as well, sir. Thank you. With with uh, with young Dacre in the mix, it's going to be more yes. fun. Yes. Again, we can't thank you enough. Guttingthesacredcow.com every day for blog articles. You know the drill. And thanks again for being part of our little fun project and getting us out of corporate America. Thanks. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.